Pirates. That's the theme of the season this time around. Welcome back to Erico Blueberry, an unassuming destiny podcast. My name is Chili Ben. I'm your resident scallywag, Mechie. Yes. Uh, it has been three weeks, I think, since we've done an episode. Uh, life got in the way. And then I think, what happened last week? One of us was sick or something came up. Um, I, I don't remember. There were legitimate. The raid. Yes. Okay, we will get to why then, because that both very valid reasons. Uh, not normally we would miss the beginning of a, a new season, as I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Um, but we're here now, and that's all that matters. I'm also, having recently had to completely reset my PC, uh, I had to install OBS before we started this. Uh, I'm fairly certain all of the settings and clips and overlays I had in my video editor will be gone. So I'm going to have to set those up from scratch. I think I haven't checked cause I'm afraid. Um, that's <laughs> so yeah, that's going to be my weekend is basically time for a rebrand. Yeah, well, I've still got like all of the thumbnail stuff that I the use. Is in, it's in stuff. Figma. So that's in the cloud. That's fine. But like all of the little overlays and shit I'd, I'd built, they weren't much, but I didn't have to do them. <laughs> now I have to basically do it all over again, I think. I'm going to find out tomorrow. Um, I also gave 824 milliliters of blood and plasma today. Um, Yay! So I'm feeling weird. <laughs> I went back to the office afterwards because it's like just down the street. I had one can of alcoholic ginger beer and played some Mario Kart, and then I flew home. <laughs> you just like, woo! <laughs> it, it wasn't all, I wasn't that gone, but I was like, oh, yeah, no, I definitely feel this, uh, this one can. So it was a cheap, cheap night out. Inspired by a recent cycle for immune defense. <laughs> Something like that. I, I was like, because it's the first time I've donated blood, because, like, I was in a cycle of, like, getting tattoos, which means you couldn't do it for six months, which is now four, which is good. But then I would be doing sport in the other half of the year. So it was always like reasons not to really, not for it not to be that easy for me. Um, but this time it was like way less demands on me to, that would mean I, I shouldn't do it. Um, and so I went down with a bunch of people from work. I think it was like 10 of us from work made a corporate booking and did all, did all the stuff and, um yeah when i was like signing in they were like oh we're, we're doing a big push to get more plasma in. do you want to do plasma it's a longer session and i was like yeah that's fine i having not done it before i didn't know what to expect uh just means it's I, was, I was in that chair fun for right five minutes um and on the tv was just news and not a great day for news um, blood goes out blood comes in yeah blood comes back in with bits out of it and saline instead and they and show you me make how the, the machine works, and it's fucking rad. And you make the blood piss. Yeah. Wait. You should see a doctor if that's happening. Pee-pee bag for your blood. Oh, yeah. That, that stuff looks disgusting, dude. Oh. But, yeah. So that, that's, that's a good time to talk about video games is when I've, like, drained And a reminder. System. A reminder to Guardians to, if you're able to, donate. Go donate. Go donate. Yeah. Blood products. Marrow, plasma, 
Uh, men can also donate platelets and yes. whole blood. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm um, like, and it's weird, like the lifeblood, the Australia red cross part that manages all the blood donations. They have an app, which is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. It already has, it already tells me my plasma donation is in their system. My blood type is showing up as unknown because they haven't like processed that. They'll, they'll need to check it. They'll tell you that app will tell you when your products have been used to. Yes. Which I'm like weirdly excited about. Cause that's always the thing for me is like, I like the idea of, you know, donating things I can spare. You know, the idea of organ donation is really good for me. Um, but I, given that I'm alive to see my blood products get used, it's nice to know. And plasma goes into a lot of treatments and it makes a lot of medications too. Yeah, sick. All right, I'm doing my part. Yeah. So plasma is used for cancers, but then also burns and infections. Premi babies get plasma, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, it's help, like they can use it to make a whole bunch of medication. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I can't. I can't donate blood because I have a very rare blood type. Uh-huh. But I can donate plasma because I'm a female with high hemoglo- uh, high hemoglobin rate, and plasma is pretty much universal except for some instances. Mm. Um, and because I'm AB negative, I can give to A negative, B negative, and AB negative, and a whole bunch of other right. things. And then also my type of plasma is really good for uh, pediatric care as well because hmm. it's high in hemoglobin. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about video games, I guess. Yeah, um, video games. Yes, given that it's been a few weeks, we have missed some big stuff, so... We've got the showcase that was right before the season launching. We've got Lightfall stuff to talk about. Obviously, season of Plunder. Is it Plunder or The Plunder? I'm pretty sure it's season of Plunder. Yeah, I don't Pirates. think they ever add The. No. I think it's um, just season of Singular. Season of The Worthy? No, season, season of, of Worthy. No, it wasn't season of Worthy. I reject your reality. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Substitute my own. Anyway. This is the narrative I'm going with. We've got new season to talk about. Um, then we've got some stuff that we have done in the game since the new season dropped. So given that it's been, well, a few weeks since the showcase and, and that, why don't we just like rapid fire some some key points. I And I'm going to show this here again. You've seen this, but the people at home haven't. This is my <laughs> notebook, and I was just... <laughs> Green it in did, all capital letters. Yeah, I had you in mind when I wrote that. <laughs> Green. Um, yeah, I was just like randomly scribbling down here on my desk um, while we were in a voice call at, what, two in the morning for us watching this together. It was actually a sick time. I really enjoyed that. The next day for me at work was rough, but. Yeah, same. The price we paid. <laughs> um, I can just like read through my list and then interject. We'll discuss want. it. Yeah. yeah, let's go. Um, Send it. All right, pre-show, touching AF. Um, the next line is Steve Saylor, can I be your friend? Um, Steve and what, like four other community members, they, they actually like flew into the studio, got them on stage talking about like what the game means to them and community yeah. stuff. And Steve obviously being a very visible advocate for uh, blind people, playing video games and all that sort of cool stuff. And it was just, it was just really wholesome for like an hour. <laughs> and then all the little panels that they sprinkled in there and, 
staff members and yeah. They're like from what I saw, their marketing team seems like such a delight. I mean, everyone there seems like a delight. They all do, yeah. But like it was nice seeing the a different department other mm. than developers. It was nice that they involved yeah. marketing and stuff like that. Yeah, my main man Joe's still rocking that mustache, although I'm pretty sure he shaved it off based on some Twitter photos, but that's neither here nor there. Um where else are we up to? Oh, I wrote here five community members colon dream blunt rotation. It just yeah. seem like good people to hang out with. I don't, I don't know whether or not they're into drugs, but, like, I would. They seem like a vibe. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, <laughs> trivia during the pre-show was mid. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I've written this, but The Upsetting. I think that was the name for, like, the. it was, like, one of the wrong answers where the right answer was The Collapse or something like that. Yeah. No, it was The <laughs> Upending, the whole Disciple Rolk Witness thing. And they had the upsetting, and I just really like that. <laughs> the upsetting is what my body's going through right now. Um, yeah, they also did a whole panel of people that were fans or streamers and then have become staff in, yeah. in the time since. So, like, uh, T-Rex was was on there, and obviously he he walked in with his fucking world's first belt and just was like, look, this is what this is actually like. It's sick as hell. <laughs> Yeah. And everyone's like, I've never actually seen one. It was very cool. Yeah, that was very delightful. Um, yeah, then after that, it was basically straight into the actual Lightfall trailer, which is why the next item here is, you saw it in all caps, the word green, uh, and then next to that in smaller letters, strand, which is the next darkness power. Um, it looks fucking crazy. Yeah. Also, I... the trailer, like... It was way more, I don't know, like cinematic and dynamic in the way that the oh. Guardians were moving around and more, more than I think we've yeah. seen in the past. You know, like all the Witch Queen stuff was all vibes and like tone setting. And this was like, now nah, I'm going to show you us fucking grappling hook off some shit. Which the Witch Queen trailers, the way I kind of equate them is kind of. Well, that was Void 3.0, right? So yeah. if we saw gameplay, it was mostly that. But it was like. Bungo, Bungo, Bungo are very good at setting a mood for mm. each expansion. And the fact that you were playing like detective and mm. connecting the psychic detective, they were calling it, yes. and like connecting the dots. The trailers for that had very much like mystery, like, like, yeah, like a detective film energy. But then they also remind me a lot of like those, like, army and SWAT based films where it's like the group have to infiltrate the building sure, to yeah. take down the, they, they had that energy where they were slow and metered and paced and the music was the same. Whereas this one is like sci-fi action adventure. Like, yeah. So like shout out to my magic, the gathering fans, this, this one. And I have mentioned this to a couple of people who also play is like Kamigawa neon dynasty, like a set from the beginning of this year, which is all like, Tokyo but brought forward to like cyberpunk future energy it's got like it's like synth you know, wave. And ancient history Japan but in the future it's got like synth wave Tron yeah vapor wave like 80s what 80 what the 80s thought the future would be like exactly. energy and I am here for it yeah tron is one of my favorite movies so as soon as i saw it i was like yes yeah (laughs) the the thing for me is like 
they had i think last year they they showed like com not concept art but like what i thought was going to be box art for lightfall which was like the triangle in the middle with the circle behind it and it just had like lightfall in a in a font similar to witch queen and then they have just fucking thrown that the fuck out and here's this font that looks like the buzz lightyear font and it's all like weirdly futuristic in a way that just was not at all <laughs> what i expected I feel bad that like the trailer had just finished and I just go, that's a Buzz Lightyear font. Now you can't unsee it. <laughs> and, and you and Alex, you and Alex just went, oh. Yeah. yeah. But um, we also, in that trailer, just to keep this moving because we're not even halfway through, um, we saw Callus what I'm in a hot tub. pretty sure for the first time we're seeing actual Callus. In a hot tub. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that was, but, but that was also like, that 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 small clip, it seemed like there was a, a a lid on it that was closing, and he was sinking down into it. Flesh callus. I don't like him. Yeah, but like, <laughs> what I'm kind of th- the direction I think that might be going is like, he's the second disciple of the witness, right? So is that him going into go undergo some sort of transformation to I don't know, take on some other physical form or attribute as part of that? Oops, it's a prank. And he's just going to end up in Rolk's museum. Oh, that would be sick. Like all, all the cabal who are frozen in the yeah. glass panels. In and the worm that got Bow. chopped up. And, oh, man. That would be different. Oopsies. But, yeah, I was like, oh, look, it's callous. But, like, I didn't want my first experience of meat Gundam callous to be titties out in the tub with the boys. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, here's callous, just titties out. Yeah. <laughs> just vibing in the tub and i was yeah. like ew yeah. and then they kept cutting back to him and i'm like ew yeah, stop it this. um and they, they showed uh like the callus callus's forces essentially like his that legion and they got new shadow, yeah shadow legion they got new drip <laughs> yeah it's like purple and gold and like very it looked like just purple plate armor but with like a matte finish to it, it looked actually fucking sick yeah and oh, then man. there's new enemy types, like big, bulky enemy types they told us yeah, about that are like which I've already tormentors. Forgotten. That is it. I have it written down. Where yeah. they're just like OP. Yeah. They're, they're, I feel like they're going to be like the Briggs. Like the, f- yeah, the when first, first time you. Yeah, the Briggs. That was fucked. Briggs and. Um, Wyverns? Hive Guardians. Oh, where yeah. the first few days that you encounter them, you're just getting walloped. Yeah. And you've just got to figure out while you're trying to level how to maintain that longevity when you come up against them yeah, to that, slowly whittle them down. Dude, that, that Beyond Light day one first brig drop in the first few missions, and you're just like, yeah, oh, the, I can't do shit to this. Brig dropped on me. That was my first experience mm. of the brigs. Yeah, it's the new drop was, pod running a public event with you guys and then just being brigged and me being like, what happened? Yeah. Um, next bit. Um, they revealed we're going to Neptune or rather Neomuna. Neomuna? Neomona. Yeah. Neomuna. 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 Um, which is super interesting because like they've kind of described it as there was some civilization that went there or some race that went there and they've basically been hidden for ages um 
completely untouched by the traveler's light. They've evolved on their own terms and yeah. They it's so funny how they were left to evolve on their own terms and progress on their own terms and they are so much more progressed. What is it is it that they were left or that they chose to I think they it? shrouded they shrouded themselves and they just haven't had anything to do with the, the I guess I guess traveler. We'll find out. <laughs> but it's just it's so funny that they weren't they were untouched by like the collapse. Yeah. And they're so far advanced. And then you look at Earth and then the other civilizations, you're like, oh, maybe the Traveler is meddling a little bit. Who can say? It made me rethink the Traveler a bit. is a trap. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they've, and got- they've got the Cloud Striders, which is their like guardian equivalent, I guess. But also Cloud Striders is both a sick name and could just be a euphemism for Skywalker that is legally distinct from Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I find the interesting thing is they're that group of people's answer to the Guardians. Mm. And they only lived 10 years, they were saying, in the showcase. Right. That's so they don't have an ex- – they opt to shorten their life to protect their people. Right, right. And they, they volunteer to do it. It's – on their own volition, whereas Guardians also, are forced into it. Those Cloud Striders, kind they of look hot. dope as they're hell. <laughs> they look real tall. Get it, uh, <laughs> Daddy? Well, do the steppy? Really Actually, don't do the steppy because no. you're technically ten. No, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they really showed too much of them, except to say that like we're we're teaming up with them or working alongside them as opposed to like having to fight them because i think introducing another enemy type would be just too much yeah uh, uh grappling, grappling? <laughs> that's actually my next note grappling with green so like the interesting to me interesting thing to me there is they explained a bit of their design process which was it was initially a hunter tool because hunters are all mobility based and then they were like this is too much fun we want everyone to have access to it and now it's like there's these nodes throughout the world that you can just use with the grap with the strand grappling hook but they also showed prison of elders clips where you someone grappled onto the train and was pulled along by yeah, the train yeah. so too I wonder if it's so it's just a thing that shows up anywhere if you if you're using strand as your as your subclass like if it's just built into running strand like a deep sight prompt yeah. almost yeah. like it's just there yeah, and interactable if you want but, one so like deep sight was specific to the throne world but this would be more like i, I don't know if there is an equivalent that we have right yeah. now of like a th- an aspect of a subclass that like permeates the entire game so it's very cool. Interesting. But yeah, when when that fucking clip of the dude tethering the train in that in that strike, I was like, no, you didn't. That's fucking irresponsible. By the minute, I'm about to grieve. So many people from our clan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I cannot wait for chicanery. I'm about to be the most annoying. <laughs> Uh, what next? We spoke about Tormentors. Uh, they they mentioned legendary campaigns coming back because that was such a massive success with Witch Queen. Um, there keeps being spe- I keep seeing articles of people speculating that they're going to get rid of power level with Lightfall. 
I don't know if I buy that yet. Um, until until they start talking about like the power grind in TWABs and events, I'm not buying that just yet. Um, I could see it happening because we've got activity difficulty levels that basically specify how hard things are and the power level is starting to feel a bit redundant. Um, mm. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know about all that. But Legendary Campaign is back. Um, there's kind of two parts to that, right? Like, obviously the challenge is fun and exciting and people enjoy that. But it was also really valuable for that, like, new raid grind for the power level boost that it gave you. Mm-hmm. So that's where like that conversation about getting rid of power level. I don't know. I don't know how that fits with that. Like unless there's some other thing it's giving you that gets you raid ready, or if they take honestly, if they take power levels away, then getting raid ready is not a question of power grinding. It's a question of like, yeah. do you have loadouts? Do you have mods? Um, have you unlocked artifact mods that will work for you in time? And then you're playing contest mode anyway. So like it's going to be that same difficulty level based on that difficulty setting. So like it actually could work. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I don't know. I don't know if I buy it. I don't know where people are getting the idea that it's happening other than the fact that it just feels a bit redundant as a system. But they haven't really said anything that suggests it that I know yeah. of. Anyway, um, that's legendary campaign. Um, they spoke a bit about onboarding and the new player experience and this idea of guardian ranks is is what they're introducing. And this is the interesting thing for me. T-Rex, ex-community member, ex-streamer, the I'm going to space man, I'm in space. Um, what he works on is social systems. I don't know if that's the exact right terminology, but these next couple of things are things that he went to Bungie to work on, right? So guardian ranks is like essentially an achievement system that shows people in the game that you know how the systems of the game work and so you can teach people yeah and i've seen it in other games it overwatch had something like a very vague version of this system right yeah which is this this guardian ranking system slash feedback system Mm. is commendation based you can say that someone's well uh good knowledge um friendly i think the other one was like um like Mm. you good teacher stuff like like it you have a list of things that you can commend and then when it comes to because the lfg is yeah we'll get get to that but like commendations tie in with like as you go through that onboarding experience as a new player you're essentially ticking a bunch of boxes to say you know where Crucible is and how to get to it and how to mm. do it. And then that shows up in that system next to commendations. I think that's how it works. Um, yeah. But you can click into someone and be like, oh, they know how to do Gambit really well because of these things I can see on their profile. Maybe I'll ask them to help me be a dredgen. And then there's a bunch of community feedback available on top of that as well. Yeah. Which... People are like, ooh, but I'm like, for the bigger clans, like Hogan's Heroes, Mm -hmm. that have six different versions because they cap out. At 100. At 100. It's like, for those bigger, more popular clans, 
that's a useful tool because that could make you more viable to approach for new lights, Mm -hmm. but then also maybe other people in your clan that need help doing things or are just looking for a reliable group of people to run dungeons with. And those commendations make you more approachable. Mm. It also They also could inadvertently work as a little bit of a warning system too because if you see someone who isn't getting feedback that they're friendly or patient or a good teacher, mm. it's like you you kind of get a, a feeling of like, I mean, okay, yeah, maybe it, not. It does also depend Obviously on- later in the commendation system's life. like It also depends if people actually engage with it to begin with. Like- uh, the PS5 are taking out their accolade system, which was supposed to be something like that at a system level, but people just weren't using it. Because um, I don't think they did a good enough job putting it in front of people's faces and making it incentivized in a way. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're just going to have to, again, get it, see how it like functions within the game. If it's too annoying, are they going to tweak it? I don't know. Um I, I want it's something I want to do it. on that mission end screen other than sitting there. Exactly. Give someone a thumbs up, fucking whatever. Hopefully it's just a quick little thing. Um, not like a full on survey, like fucking how's my driving? Um, sick. Thanks. Survey monkey link pops oh up. You no. <laughs> no, thanks. I had something that I was going to say and now I'm forgetting it. Um, yeah, I, th- I think the other thing too is like, it's not just with that clan centric kind of view in mind. It's also like if you're a new player and trying to like approach people in game, not something I've ever done, but I know people do this is they're in the tower and they're like local chat something, or they go and just like message someone because of something they've seen maybe on their, on their guardian profile. It's like, Hey, I can see that you've done a ton of raids and you've got these commendations for like Sherpa raids and teaching and being friendly could I get a hookup to that at some time, right? Like it's another way in for new players or people that are playing by themselves to potentially find groups um, in that more social, like ephemeral way that doesn't require you to get on some LFG system and like sign up to a thing. It's like, oh, I'm just going to message this dude because it looks like he fucking loves Crucible and I'm bad at it but want to be better. Um. Which ties into the other big thing T-Rex is working Fucking on too. Fucking in-game LFGs, is... are you kidding me? So sick. Um, yeah, which oof. which is why I think the commendation system kind of... Yeah, I think they're all going to tie it felt like one of those. It felt like one of those things where they were like, okay, we're going to make LFGs internal. Like we're going to start doing that within the system. Mm. But we also need to have a measurable way for people to recognize other people's hard work or avoid people that they might not gel with for certain reasons or, um, yeah, and just you ran a really good raid and someone, the rest of your team packs you full of commendations. That feels feels good. Like, good. Yeah, I think that'll be really cool. Cause like I know that there are like public LFG servers and I've never fucking touched that shit. Cause it, I, all I've seen is bad stories about people who have the wrong idea about how to run an event. It's like, Oh, you need to know what you're doing. You need to have these exotics. You need to have these things and all these requirements. Like I just want to hang out with my homies and do a raid. And I want to find people on that level. 
We're both part of one, which I won't name for now, that seems pretty good. Yeah. And but but they've like set it up very intentionally that way. It's not yeah. like the fucking main public Destiny LFG server. I'm like, I'm never joining that. Get out of here. No. No, thank you. Mm. As a woman, no, thank you. It's no. just not worth the danger dice on that one. Um, next one. I'm pretty pumped about it. I feel sorry for the people at Dim. In-game loadouts. Mm. Um, I'm still going to use Dim. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dedicated. Like, it, it, it is certainly more efficient to do that shit in-game. Um, I imagine after that came out, Dim had a word to Bungie and, like, I mean, obviously, Dim has plenty of other features, but that's like a pretty big part of why people use Dim um, and and tools like it. There's other things that do the same thing, um, so there's still value there for sure. Um, but yeah, in-game loadouts will be fucking good. I I have been thinking this week about putting some loadouts together, mainly because of like the 3.0 reworks. I've basically got a build I like to run for each of those subclasses for for my main. Um, and I want to just go and actually put in the work to set one up. But now that in-game loadouts are coming in like less than six months, I'm just going to wait. <laughs> like what am I going to put all the effort into figuring out how Dim does it to then go and have to learn it all over again in-game? I've just been making them because I've been telling you all of the pun titles for my that is all, loadouts. That is very fun. I do enjoy that. <laughs> I do the same thing in Diablo when I create loadouts and save them. I have to give it a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> what, am I gonna, <laughs> what else am I going to do with it? Yeah. Um, then, next chunk was all about this season, which I guess we'll get to in a bit. But season of Plunder, uh, the Drifter just fucking popping up and going, Pirates! And it was dumb. Like, that that's obviously from a cutscene in, like, the first week of the, the season. But they just cut him saying Pirates out and jammed it in the middle of the season trailer. So stupid. <laughs> In the best way. Um, King's Fall was, was the reprise raid. A lot of people kind of <laughs> that one. Um, we'll talk about that yeah. soon. Um, <laughs> Me crying when they announced it. Yeah, audibly <laughs> sobbing in the Discord with the homies. Uh, it's, yeah. it's like the moment I saw Crota's hand, I started crying. Oryx, yeah, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Fake gamer. Fake gamer girl. But yeah, the moment I saw his hand, I was like, (laughs) just started sobbing. Yeah. Um, Last couple of notes I've got are real quick. Uh, Basically, the idea of campaign sunsetting is now itself being sunset. Um, They've said they're not going to do that again. Uh, Then shitty people took to Twitter and said, well, can I have Forsaken and Red War back? And the answer is, you really don't understand why they did that in the first place, do you? (laughs) Read a book. Or that's why, I don't know. You should have just taken Shadowkeep and left it there. No, you've you've done it now. (laughs) I was forced to do it. You get a very good exotic for Arc 3.0. Um, and I barely use it now, too, yeah. because I found a different build I like. Oh, well. Um, last note I had Delete is- my character and start again. <laughs> Don't do that, you psycho. <laughs> um, last note I've got uh, was that Osiris is shown in a lot of the promo art for Lightfall. Um, so I'm... It, well, I, from that, was expecting that between now and then we will start to see him re-emerge uh, and then in the seasonal 
story so far. There's been a couple of voice lines of people asking how he is, and I think Saint saying something like, you know, he's he's getting there, um, but not great. So they're slowly building him back into the story, I think. Plot twist, he freaky Friday with Savathun. <laughs> oh, could you... It's just, but, it's just Savathun the, again. The story of the Witch Queen makes no sense because that would have actually been Osiris. <laughs> Oops, all Savathun. <laughs> oh. um, and that's basically the showcase, unless you had anything I forgot to write down. Um, I thought the concept behind Strand was very interesting. Mm. That it wasn't corruption. I think a lot of people saw green and thought corruption well, because yeah, of it looks like Thorn because of and osteo Striga, Thorn, and necrotic grips. A lot of I think a lot of people assumed corruption was going to be the green subclass, but what it is they explained it is you're reaching in between dimensions. Yeah, or like the energy. Pulling, it was like the energy between things that you're pulling on. Yeah, and I was like, Death Stranding, hello. Yeah. You called it Strand, and now you're talking about reaching in so, between dimensions and pulling I mean, the connections. You know this. When Death Stranding was coming out, Hideo Kojima said, it's a Strand game. That's the genre. It's about the connections between people and things. Surprise, Destiny 2 Lightfall is the second Strand game. Well, <laughs> with all the community connection stuff they're instilling in the game, and then they're having Strand. We're going to rebuild America. <laughs> oh, you talking about game crossovers. You missed one of the um, most important sorry, announcements of the showcase, which is Fortnite. And, and Fall Guys. Destiny. And in, Fall Guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, boy. Yeah, Destiny now available on the Epic Store. Um, and then So as- you can get Destiny skins in Fortnite and also Destiny skins in Fall Guys. Fall Guys. Um, I don't play either of those games, so I didn't actually note it down. Mostly because I was laughing my ass off as soon as that happened. <laughs> I couldn't write Zabala in Fortnite. And this is also like that all dropped like the week after Goku and all of the Dragon Ball Super shit fell in there. So you've got like Zavala shooting a Kamehameha at I don't know Iggy Azalea Naruto. or some shit, and then hitting the gritty afterwards. It's just. And Travis Barker's there playing a live show at the <laughs> at the um <laughs> the memorial. Yeah. I just I don't know how to I've never played Fortnite, so I don't know what to think about any of this. It's dystopian. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels like, like a fever dream. So here's the thing, right? Like I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole because I fucking hate all of this shit. But when people talk about the idea of the metaverse and shit, meaning that you can take game assets from one thing and put it in another, the only way that happens is shit like this, which is the result of really complicated and long legal negotiations. And that's what it looks like. Fortnite is the idealized version of it. It's fucking crazy. It feels like... Someone gave a monster energy drink to a 12-year-old boy and said, tell us what your fav- like, tell us about your dream game. Yeah. And he said, well, Goku's there. But he said, Dragon Ball, Naruto, Demon Hunter, Destiny. Ariana Grande, Marvel, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> the, the other game that is kind of like that, have you seen this? Multiverses? It's a pl- yeah. platform fighter from Warner Brothers. So literally every IP that Warner Brothers owns is being put in this fucking thing. 
Yeah, I got to watch so like weird. Batman pummel Shaggy from Scooby Doo, <laughs> yeah. and then I'm in I'm <laughs> I'm in the FGC community, so I don't want to know about Tasmanian Tigers punishable DB DB back. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to know about Wonder Woman's <laughs> frames. Like I don't. I don't need to know about Wonder Woman's in-between frames. You know what I mean? Yeah. The be- no, the best thing, like, go and look this up later, the patch notes. It's like, it's have, you, have you ever read wild. patch notes for The Sims? Yeah. It's like that level of cooked where, it, like, it'll be like, oh, Sims can no longer set themselves on fire while making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's like, you have to read it and go, I'm imagining this as a real person could have done this before but now can't. Oh, well, it's- Foghorn Leghorn can't <laughs> clip into the fucking map any longer. No, like, like, okay, Velma good. can no longer summon agents of darkness. It'll be some weird phrase that just doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh. Wonder Woman's hitbox got <laughs> fixed. I'm like, cool, great. Glad <laughs> I know that. <laughs> okay, anyway. And there's a Tekken anime now, too. Like, the world is well, unhinged. Um, <laughs> hey, Archie's got a, gli- got a glizzy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Archie rolled up with the blicky in one I, scene. You've seen Hey, Archie. You know he already had that motherfucking thing on him. <laughs> got the strap. Like no, please. That man, is, that man is ready to fucking fight any day. I just... We were so tired that... They saved that announcement for one of the final announcement. And, and bear in mind for we them, were it's all, like nine in the morning. Yeah. We were all in hysterics <laughs> yeah. over it. And now the Fortnite bus is in the game. In I just finished yeah. I just finished crying over Oryx returning and my favorite raid returning. And I'm weary from laughing at myself because of I'm audibly sobbing into Discord over a uh-huh, raid. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, Akora pops up at Twisted Towers, and I'm like, did I fall asleep? Bro, could we be pro <laughs> Fortnite gamers? <laughs> Chug Jug with you? <laughs> we could be pro Fortnite gamers. <laughs> Jack's in Fortnite, and I'd play Fortnite. Yeah. Anyway, that's the showcase. But, like... <laughs> I think one of the funniest things I've seen the community do with the announcement is all the people who sat on their name change. I'm now seeing Ikora from Fortnite popping up yes. in the tower. <laughs> what, what a what a, fucking what a well-timed use of that one free change. <laughs> Ikora from Fortnite. <laughs> uh, okay, Season of Plunder. Let's very quickly talk about that because we've done... This is the third uh, week. And there's piracy afoot. I feel like they went, you've done the hard emotional labor. It's time to reward you uh, with I, a trip. Can I tell you? That's literally their intention. Uh, yeah. I, d- I didn't make note of who it was. And I wish I had, but I saw someone who works at Bungie tweeting something to the effect of the last two seasons have been fucking brutal. So we thought we'd give you a bit of a, I don't know, break, um, a bit of fun. Um, there's still some, I, know, some story stuff in there. I described it to someone in a video call, in a voice call the other day while we were running some expeditions. Without getting too dark, it feels like when you're an impatient 
and you have a really good three days of like intensive therapy mm-hmm. and you've behaved. So they reward you with a trip to like the ice cream parlor. That's what it feels like. It's like you've done all the good work. You've sat through everything we need you to sit through. You've done all the therapy. You've connected all the dots. You've made some progress emotionally. Let's go get ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what it feels like. Let's go to the park. Yeah. <laughs> Just go outside. Um, but yeah, we're, we're basically, we, we get, we essentially get a pirate ship. I think it used to be spiders, but it's now ours and we're just fighting Elixney pirate crews and Aramis is back, but we haven't seen her since week one. She's out of the, out of her cage and she's feeling just fine, but we don't know where she is. She's in her lane, thriving, moisturizing, etc. I think That's one of my favorite things, <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite things to come out of season the first week was the spider going holy fuck marasov is after me shit 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 Mm -hmm. contacting the drifter and saying can you sneak me into the elixir quarter because that's i guess a safe that's it's sanctuary it's like going into a church and pleading sanctuary you know what i mean doesn't know he's there yeah Um, and I think in his head, he thinks if he's in guardian territory that maybe we'll protect him. Mm, maybe. But Drifter did it in the most demeaning way possible. Put him in a box. Only, only for it to get intercepted. <laughs> Absolute buffoon. I got the giggles <laughs> when you hear his voice line come up and he's like, are you out there? And the guardian's always like, yeah, I- uh, the drifter's almost like, yeah, I sent the guardians to go get you. And he's just like, <laughs> like you can hear him be like, I'm never going to fucking live this down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we meet It's kind of funny. Ido. Yeah, Ido's back. Ido's just out here doing a thing. Very naive. Very adorable. Another elixir me for me to love. Yes. Um, got Varix, Misrax, Ido, and every little bay a small one. Yes. Every little small one. The activity is kind of fun. Treasure hunt. You're you're just beating up a bunch of enemies and getting treasure, throwing orbs. Well, catch, 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 crashes. Crash, not the thing uh, we keep calling it. A lot of fun as well. <laughs> I think it, it was good to like uh, to pair with the whole like, hey, we're giving you a break from shit because like we understand the last couple of seasons have been emotionally intensive. Yep. The last expansion was emotionally intensive, uh-huh. where, by the way they're talking about it, I think we're heading towards another emotionally intensive expansion of as course. well. Like, they're heading to the end um, of the story, and it's only getting worse. You know, and Callus is like, hey, guess what? We come and fill your bowl. And I'm like, please don't touch my bowl. Um, I think it's going to be a really rough season in terms of... Am I allowed to put, like, a theory I have out there? You put it out there. Just make it very clear that it's a theory and you don't necessarily think it's what's happening. This is a theory I have with my rate of getting my theories right lately. I hope it's not true. Mm. I think we're going to lose the last city. Yeah. I I think there was some... uh, No, I know where this is. During Witch Queen... Seven plays her two truth, two lies games a few times with us. One of them is the last city is not the last city or, or something like that. So like that idea has been floated in game. Yeah. 
But then there's also when you think about all the stuff to do with the stranger and alternate timelines and Eremis in an, uh, not Eremis, Eris mm. in another timeline is the harbinger of, and it results in the city being lost. Yeah. Because yep. when you think about it, their timelines, it's Eris and Enabray. Yeah, but that's the because they dark future stuff, right? They yeah, they didn't get support from the people around them where the ones in this timeline have. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Friendship. Yeah. Strand. But strand. Strand. Um, yeah, I fa- I have a feeling that the last city's going to fall. Mm. Maybe we'll just go to Neomuna. We'll live there. Maybe. Or the helm. We just keep adding more shit to the helm, and it's well, a that, flying fortress. That was another thing that made me think about it too, because like all of our stores and resources they, could just be on the could, helm. They could fit in there. We we'll just put shacks in his own wing. Fuck you, humanity. Guardians only. There's <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. a little wooden sign on the outside of the helm. It's kind of not the point of the guardians, <laughs> but whatever. No, no humans allowed. We're allowed one. Yeah, true. Humans. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty fun season so far. <laughs> Activities are, you can, I don't know, they're kind of not mindless, but like you can do them without thinking too hard. It's it's got definitely gone back to chat room with a gun energy yeah. where you can just load in with a few homies and be like, hey, do you want to do some expeditions? Hey, do you want to do some crashes? Yeah. And we have to mention Arc 3.0. Yes. Um, fuck, I'm having a lot of fun. I've I've gone back to old ways of playing a Titan that I haven't done in a long time, uh, which was initially June marches, run everywhere, punch everything. But I very recently switched to Heart of Inmost Light, which basically is use one ability, the other two get empowered and charge faster, and then that stacks. So like if I throw grenade and melee, then my class ability charges super fast. And so like if I just keep that cycle going and I'm running around, I'm punching and I'm like amplified. So that does like arc damage explosions and makes me run faster. And it's just, I mostly use my fists and a shotgun because it has ability, it has one, two punch. So it makes my, my fists do more. And that's my build. And Thunderlord is back, and it fucking yes. whips so hard. <laughs> I went in a direction with Arc 3.0 that I didn't anticipate that I would, which was that I have well builds now. Like elemental wells? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I never used to be an elemental well person. That's surprisingly useful when you stack a bunch of those mods up. Yeah, I've never been, I mean, different, different effect, but like I used to, before the big sunset and before we lost Mars, mm. um, you know, I used to run pretty intense Warmind builds. Yeah, I don't, I used I don't to, remember it too much because it was a while I used back to and I've never. shit out Warmind. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and then I played with light builds, like charged with light, charged yeah. with light builds. And they're all right. And then I accidentally a well build the other day. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is fun. Because, like, my favorite thing to do is to help my homies out. And I'm shitting out arc wells mm-hmm. for our arc hunters yeah. who have 
are well dependent builds. It's just more more ammo for those, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, this is actually fun. <laughs> I like this. Yeah. So now I'm looking at how I can implement elemental well builds into the other classes now yeah, too. Yeah, I'm pretty close to doing the same because I was looking at filling a couple of slots. I was like, oh, that one would actually be pretty helpful for this arc build, but I would need to run a couple of other well mods to really make it shine. Yeah. And I've been fucking with blinding grenades. Oh, like the, yeah. The blinding the aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And putting that on, a, putting that aspect on a storm grenade, and just being like, "Yeah, have fun." Blinding is really fucking good for high level content. Um, like when we did those first few d- uh, duality runs, I was running a blinding grenade launcher because I just we needed that breathing room. And then running, running like what I've got stacked is I've got blinding stacked on the stun grenade, so I can stun and blind champions. Can you? Or high levels. I think so, yeah, because I've got both going at the moment. What do you, do you get that off, like, a warlock thing? Maybe, yeah. Like, there's the flash, I think it might be one of the grenade. aspects. Yeah, there's a flashbang grenade, which is a grenade that does blinding. But, yeah, there might I be can, a, an aspect. I've applied, I've applied blinding on my storm grenade okay. from memory. Yeah, I mean, I haven't opened um, my warlock yet, so I, I can't refute that. <laughs> Yeah, so that's been a lot of fun and Arc 3.0 just went in a not an entirely different direction because I'm still Chaos Reach cracked out on Chaos Reach, mm-hmm. but um in terms of the other things I'm doing to supplement that, I went in a completely different direction than I thought I would, which is I'm not angry about yeah. because the the mantra for 2022 Destiny for me was working outside of my comfort zone so and that comfort zone just gets bigger yeah boy that's it um i also it's a smaller thing but i've super noticed this that when you're in that uh arc 3.0 screen and you're editing things like each of the keyword like buffs or debuffs has a symbol associated with it and they've now done this for the other 3.0s as well um it just makes it at a glance so much easier it's one of those things that like I haven't internalized those symbols yet, so I don't know this symbol means like volatile or jolted or whatever yet. But if if they're gonna go if they're gonna use those symbols as a way to make better use of that buffs area on the screen above the super meter, we're gonna have to learn them, right? Other like MMOs do this. They have symbols to represent cooldowns for different things and whatever. Um, but I could, if, if they're going to go down the road of like jamming more shit in that part of the screen, then surely those symbols are a part of that, right? Yeah, potentially. I hope so. Cause it's, but then like, what if you need, I don't know. It feels like you also need something else to get that across. If, if you can't recognize that symbol quickly enough. Um, and like, you know, playing Diablo on the PC is the closest thing I can think of where like, You've got all those little squares for your cooldowns when they pop up. But if you hover the mouse over it, it gives you a little text pop up. You can't really do that. Pop in a first person shooter, yeah. Um, so I wonder I wonder what they're going to do there. But they've got plenty of people to figure that out. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I just had a That's burp up out of nowhere. Blah. Blurp. Um, yeah, there's not much 
I don't want to go too deep on the new season yet because we haven't seen much of it and we've got so many other things to talk about. Also, the story is kind of, I think it's needed, but this season the story is a bit of a slow burn to start yeah, with. Yeah, a little bit. The first but three I weeks think that's like, go and bash ships together. I don't know. Yeah, and like, oops, we found some treasure. What's this about? But I feel like maybe towards the end of the season, because it is Mistrax and Ido researching and a bunch of stuff. Aramis is back. Aramis is back. Out. Saint is off taking care of Osiris. Mm. Like, there's so many little things happening that I feel like that's what we need. And I feel like the last few weeks of the season, they're just going to be like, haha, guess what? Trauma, trauma, trauma. <laughs> plot twist, plot twist, plot twist. Yeah. Um, whereas like last season, obviously it was like, Hey, you want to have some feelings? Um, opening cutscene, yeah. <laughs> opening cutscene. Brutal. Where it's just like, Oi, I'm the drifter. I'm going to be drinking what looks like Vex milk and talking about pirate shit. Yeah. And Ido is like, what are pirates? And drifters like, you about to find out, bitch. Go ask your dad, and her dad's like, no, you stay at home and read book. And then Mr. Axe being like, spider's back, big stinky's back, mm-hmm. not happy about it. Nope. But there's also some discussion between Mr. Axe and Spider. Yes. Where- Juicy. Sp- Spider's like, you know what you've done in your past, Mr. Axe. Like, She's you, you haven't exactly been a great elixir. I nearly said person. Um- and then also the most important development in the Elixni quarter is the Elixni now have farms. They have garden beds. They've worked out how to farm the scourge <laughs> of the past boss fight arena. So uh, they have garden beds now with hoes. Um, and I like to watch them garden. <laughs> how many hours have you spent watching them do agriculture? Um, Sometimes I would just like leave the game running while I'm doing something else. And usually when I leave the game running while I'm doing something else or while I'm waiting, like if I'm sitting in the tower waiting for you guys to come and do something, uh-huh. I'll just load into the Elixni quarter and just watch things yeah. and watch the Elixni. Sometimes I'll just park up next to an Elixni with kids because <laughs> I think it's the weird. I think it's so funny when occasionally a smallen's little hand will just be like, meh, out of its... <laughs> I think it's the funniest. I get so excited. Yeah, I'm just like, <gasps> little hands. Um, that's the most important development of this season that's is gardening and little hands. I think <laughs> another development I quite enjoy, which is the spider just trolling every player with those shitty green gear drops that are not even for the class you're playing. <laughs> that's so fucking goofy. The first week is like, yeah, sick. Here's this like legendary armor that's at level. The next two, it's like minimum power level, wrong class, shit tier stats, and a bunch of text about, haha, I guess the odds are not in your favor this time or whatever it is. It's oh, like a young machine. warlock. <laughs> young warlock. Titan Mark? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got like a hunter helmet, and I was like, this is fucking trash, homie. Do better. <laughs> I don't even have a t- uh, wall, uh, hunter. And he's like, hunter gear? And I'm like, motherfucker. Stop it. Um, what else is new? Aid. Kingsfall. So the reason we couldn't record an episode last week, uh, initially, perhaps naively, we had said, well, we're, doing, we're starting Kingsfall 
at 10 a.m. on Saturday. We'll just do an episode after that. The raid took us eight and a half hours on that Saturday. We got to the end of it. We were all fairly uh, done with everything. And we just went, nah, no episode. So pizza out, homie. So instead, we're just going to talk about the raid now. Yeah. Uh, it felt like the first time I ran Kingsfall. Uh, just because it was one of those things where it took nine hours. Yeah. And it it had been... I think it was me and one other person in the raiding party that had ever had done, done before, right? King's Fall before. Yeah. And we were talking amongst each other as we were going through it, just being like, it is very familiar and very nostalgic, but it's also one of those things where it's tucked so far back in your brain that things about the encounters are only coming to you. As you're doing them. Yeah, like the third you have, or fourth attempt. There was there were moments where I was in the raid and I had like almost like a flashback to sitting in my lounge room at two o'clock in the morning being like, Oh, I've been here before. It just looks nicer now. Yeah. <laughs> um but no, it was a really good run, really good energy the entire run. Everyone was just vibing. Yeah. It was a very good first run yeah. at a great time. Yeah, it was so sick. Like challenging encounters. Like, I saw comments about, like, oh, this is how raids used to be, where, like, every encounter is just different. But it's like, no, they're still doing the same shit they do now of introducing mechanics and building on them and evolving them as you go. Like, by, yeah, by the end of it, you're doing it. it's a step system. Um, but it's also a big-ass raid. Like, there's, what, essentially four or five encounters and two big jumping puzzle areas. Like, it's, it is just long. It's a beefy raid. Yeah but it fucking whips so hard. Oh my God. <laughs> it's such a good raid too. Like, Holy shit. Doing that for the first time. Like I, I haven't even really like watched videos or anything of the D one version. Um, like I've probably seen bits of it just over the years, but man, it's so good. <laughs> Some of those reveals are like even seven, seven years down seven yeah, 2015 or 2016, yeah. So six or seven years after the fact. Mm. Even then, some of those reveals, I was still, like, I knew they were coming and I was still like, yes, well, like also, when they happened, I was also, so like, excited. they rebuilt it all in the new, better-looking Destiny 2 engine. Um, Oryx is just a big fucking boy. Oryx looks fantastic yeah. in the, the rebuild. His model is amazing. He is, like, the first time I saw him in D1, you see the hand and you're like, oh. And then he just keeps coming. <laughs> he, don't, he don't stop. No. Um, that's terrifying. But now that he's been retextured and given new assets and stuff, it's so scary. It's yeah. still very like I was cheering when it happened when we did it, but at the same time, it was just like he's just so like foreboding mm. and like gargantuan and just 
just the the hand hitting and you're just like, uh-oh. Yeah, and then the other one grabbing the pillar and you're like, uh-oh. Mm. And then his big head comes up. Mm. I feel like the only raid <laughs> boss that's bigger technically is Riven. But you're never seeing that much of Riven all at once. Like You just see the head. If Riven, if Riven was given the same treatment as Oryx, like oh, that no. same kind no, of if, like. If Riven stood up. Like, it, you know, <laughs> like, like when you first load into the boss fight for, for Riven, like you fall down past all of Riven, right? It's huge. Riven's just, she's just vibing though. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like when you first see her, she's just like a cat on a cat tree. Like yeah, she, she's like a gecko. Like she's she, just there. She pops up during, during that boss fight. You're only ever seeing the head, shoulders, but she's essentially like poking her head through. So it's like this. Yeah. Whereas like Oryx, you see this big fucking dude just hovering around the edge at all times. Hectic. You can see right down to his little feet. Yeah. And he's just like holding himself up by I mean, he's floating in space, to be fair, so it's a bit easier. But he's just, like, fucking jacked, holding on, just like, I am hanging out here. I like to think he holds on because it's like, you know, when you're in a pool and if you let go, you'll just start to drift. He's not holding on to be intimidating. He's holding on because if he lets go, he's gone. (laughs) Goodbye. As you saw when we we did defeat him, (laughs) he floats away. It's so goofy. I love that they did that. Again, they could have done anything with that animation. Like, no, he needs to also drift off into orbit. They give him, like, the Kingdom Hearts death where his, like, heart lets out a bright light and then he just disappears. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, cool. Full anime shit. As scary as he is, too, I forgot how goofy it is when he, like, smashes. Yeah, the plate. I hate this one. Yeah. I will will say, so, like, like I was saying before with my, my Titan arc build, it's a lot of run in, shotgun, punch, move around a lot. And especially with this new like Titan dodge thing that's going on, man, does that feel real good. And like some of those King's Fall encounters are super like closed in. Like when we're doing uh, War Priest, right? Splitting up into teams of two and then you've got like a couple of ad spawns and you, and you, you don't sit have on a lot the plate. Room, not a lot of room to move. So like just running in between groups of ads and just like shotgunning and punching. It's just like, it was actually so sick to have Arc 3.0 as well as King's Fall. Oh. I found that too, because it, it was just really good to be able to like chain lightning between the ads on the ground mm-hmm. or do continual damage with chain lightning or the storm or just even blind them mm. so that you could pop the boomers up on the... That felt really good. Just to be able to like wedge a grenade sideways, like whoop, and then just pick off stuff. Yeah. Running risky bisky, like running yeah. risk runner in it was also clutch, especially when you're being crowded on the mm. plate. Like, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like notable moments that I wanted to talk about here because it went on for so long. I think the only stuff that really sticks out in my mind is the bo- like a, a few aspects of that boss fight. Um, so like if you haven't done the boss fight uh, dear, dear viewer there's one point the final stand kicks off and there are two more ogres that spawn in that drop bombs that let you stun oryx get a bit more of a damage window right so you go into damage phase for final stand damage oryx pop one of the bombs stun him more damage pop the other bomb stun him more damage Hopefully in that you can do enough to kill him. 
Um, what we were doing, uh, I, I kept ending up with basically no ammo when we got to that point. But I worked out very quickly that those ogres that come in that can spawn the bombs, if I shotgun and then punch, because the shotgun has one-two punch, I'm almost one-hitting them just with that. So I can like solo one of those ogres easy. So what I was doing, we, we would kill both the ogres, bombs drop. I would just be like, you guys do damage. I'm going to go hit those bombs. Do the damage. Okay, I need to, need to pop the bomb. Done it. Go back to the bubble so I don't die where everybody else is standing. Need, and then I'll set up for that next bomb, hit it, come back, and then do what I can to contribute to damage. Um, the first time we got all of that to work, we didn't kill him. We had like we just that little bit left. And one, one of the folks in the team was like, I, and he, he told us previously, but like, he basically had to leave in, I don't know, 20 minutes or something. Um, Mad lad went and had a two minute shower well, yeah. and then and threw so, on his clothes. So this is the thing. He was like, I would have had to leave then to get ready to go out to, to do some stuff. And so he's like, okay, let's, and I fucking love the suggestion. He's like, let's take a five minute break now. I'll go do that preparation now. Come back one last shot. And then I literally have to run out the door. Before that second run, I don't think we changed much except I switched my heavy to Whisper of the Worm just so that what I did in all the damage phases was just more than what I had done previously. That that I think was a good call because I got a lot of shots off because um, it's a huge fucking crit spot. Yeah. And you're just spawning I, bullets. I swapped out some mods to help with the way that Phoenix works mm, as well mm. too so that damage being done inside my rift was recharging my rift yeah so i actually dropped a few more rifts during that run as well too yeah but it was it was that thing of like it, it was still really close really down to the wire on that final stand getting enough damage out and i think at the end of it we were all just like i don't know, auto rifling from a distance and just hoping for the fucking best um, I, I tried to jump at him and hit him with a fist of havoc activation, but that was never going to work. It was just I was fully out. I had nothing. <laughs> just hail mary. Basically, like if I had thunder crash, I would. No, I had switched to thunder crash at that for that last attempt because I used that on a bunch of ad clearing, and I was ready. I was I was like about to run in and throw it at him, but then he just melted, just gone. So fucking satisfying, and also the absolute king that like went and power showered for us to get that last <laughs> rep dropped touch of malice first run. Yeah. Like, deserves it. <laughs> the the scream when he saw it. I'm so glad I was streaming that because I I clipped that moment of him just being like, I saw the piss engram. <laughs> That's right. Piss engram. Because we'd we'd indoctrinated him into the concept of everything yellow in Destiny is piss. Yeah. Piss engram. <laughs> And he just dropped it without hesitation. I was like, he's going to be one of the boys. Yeah, that's Easy. Actually, sick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I've, I've seen people I know get, you know, sub two hour runs of King's Fall already. I'm like, okay, sure. We will get there. This was basically four out of six of us doing it for the first time. And the two that had seen it, it's been a while. It's been a while. And they changed some things up a little bit too. Yeah. And it just, with everything that's changed since 2016 and now, just it Mantling. felt, yeah. 
it felt different. Yeah. It was a, it, it's like as as much as people are like, I've done this raid. It was like, yeah, but we learnt in Vault of Glass that not quite the same. Slight little changes well, make a world of difference. It, right? Like, oh, there's champions in a couple of encounters. Yeah, but also like just the way it feels is different. The weapon sets are different. The way your subclasses interact are different. Uh, warlocks don't have auto res anymore. Like a self res, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, in theory, but then when you actually get into it, and I had the same experience, and so did the um, our, one of our hunters. Yeah, but it's, where it's we were, like- we were in Vog day one, and we were like, oh, this feels familiar, but also very different. Well, it's also down to like team and team loadouts and how those match up with each and other, and also going from console to PC. Yeah. Because I used to have to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning, fire up my PS4 to play with my old clan because they were all in the US. Yeah. So just the energy was completely different as yeah. well. But yeah, King's Fall. Then I went and dropped another like 200 bucks on a ring or whatever it was. Cause I'm I a, still need to figure out how I'm going to afford that. It was more like 230 after currency and shipping. It's, it's not friendly. <laughs> Kofi's in my Twitter bio. Feel free to help me get the ring. <laughs> yeah. What do you got till the end of the month? Yeah. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really depressed too because it's like of all the rings, it's my favorite design. It's such a sick design. Yeah. They've gone from like signet ring to this thing looks like a fucking skull. It's like a heavy metal ring. Like yeah. the kind of thing. Yeah. That's why I love it because it reminds me of like 80s, like. Heavy metal, think, like, like the inscription bike. on the inside is like "Long live the king." Pretty tight. <laughs> yeah, hits a bit different after today. Um, <laughs> um, I really got anything else from the raid other than I think I dropped like three of the same weapon because um, I dropped it in the first encounter, and then we opened all the chests, and of course the chests only pull from what you've dropped, so I just got more of them. <laughs> I ended up with a million of the chasm of Yule Mine was or whatever the it was. Chelchus, the t- like doom touch of Chelchus or some whatever. Yeah, I got that that weapon and then just the cloak over and over again, and I was like, I'm gonna scream. Yeah, the armor does look sick though. Yeah, it looks really good in gold. Gold for pediatric cancer. That was, Change all your armor to gold, or we're gonna fight. That was our only other note. Was gold for September. Um, it was actually pretty sick to do that whole raid with a fully gold fire team. <laughs> it's been so delightful loading into stuff with blueberries and mm. everyone is just gold. Or the other, I wish I'd screen capped it, but I didn't think. I was just like, oh. I loaded into a tower the other day and everyone in the tower was gold. I've heard that a and times, they were yeah. they were all at the um in front of Rahul, like that area where events usually load in. Yeah just having a dance party and everyone was in gold. And I was like, man, I should have recorded that because yeah. it's very sweet. Yeah. I mean, like they, when they did that, um, that emote with the dog, right? Like a lot of people got in on that, but you can't see it unless someone activates the emote. This, yeah. people are wearing like the brightest, most reflective gold shaders they own. And you just see that shit everywhere. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. It's like complete you strangers. Load into and you look like, at them, you're like, ah, oh, okay, decent. You load into the throne world and just run like a random public event. Everyone is gold. Yeah. Like it's so good. Um, yeah, I hope that kid's dad is like 
actively enjoying yeah, seeing I all of the gold. Yeah, I haven't to and... see if like they've talked to him or anything. I, I I would hope that it shows up in a twab towards the end of the month. Yeah. They go and talk to him. Yeah. It's um, moments like that why I love this community. Yeah. It's so sick. The only, yeah. other, only other note that I have this week. I've done my homework early this season. Yes. Speaking of gold. Speaking of gold. Um, so, as you may remember last episode, I gilded my dredgen last season with, what, like an hour and a half remaining. <laughs> you had it. 90 minutes left. Yeah, I didn't have a lot of time to get those remaining wins. Um, but last week, before this most recent reset, it was bonus gambit rank points. So I thought, I'm just going to play a bunch of gambit this week as I've got the time. And we'll see how far I get, how much, how much of a gap I have left at the end. I didn't, like, I didn't try too hard. I definitely put some effort in. And then I was sitting there with the gap between me gilding Dredgen being nine wins. And then I sat down one evening and I did it. I've gilded Dredgen for the sixth time in the second week of the season. And now I get to wear this fucking thing all season long. And you did it mostly in freelance too, which is the most impressive part. I, 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 for I, me personally. I find freelance wins a little easier to get. A little more reliable because people are... If, if I, so here's the thing. If I play like a selfish asshole, like the rest of the people in Freelance Gambit, it tends to work out because... And I'm going to toot my own horn. I'm pretty good at Gambit, but I'm also a productive team member in Gambit. Like, I know when not to get moats. I know when to let someone else do that. I know when to invade and not to invade. And I was just on form last week. I don't know how else to put it. I was running in, shotgunning, submachine gunning, just getting up in the guts. Um, but I had <laughs> also, like a couple days before that, we've got Charlemagne, the discord destiny bot in our server and i had turned oh on, yeah i had turned on the alert for when clan members earn a seal or a title what i didn't know and i hoped was that it counts gilding in that alert and so like obviously the people that i was like hanging out with in discord heard me say i just fucking did it go me but then the alert pops up in the server as a message and i think that's how you found out yeah, I think I, I all I did, I just went and checked it. I just responded with, in all capital letters, mad lad. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm not going to have that, like, final week bullshit on my head of, like, well, i got to keep the streak alive. Like, I was talking to a friend on Twitter today. I was like, well, I did it as soon as you could guild Dredgen. And then I just have kept the streak alive ever since. Um, now we can focus on becoming Scallywags. I want that title so bad. Me too. I mean, oh. it's actually a title that I actively am trying to earn. I want Scallywag merch. I don't even know what that means. But I'm not about to start wearing bandanas because I don't think that is, like, my culture. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I don't know, something about it. It doesn't feel like it fits. <laughs> You're not a bikey. Uh, yeah, I don't, or... think I, I don't think there's any way I could wear <laughs> a bandana member. that doesn't look shit. Wear it in the rockabilly style, like tied up. I don't have the <laughs> hair for that. 
You could. I could. I have just recently found a very good barbershop. They could probably help me grow out a pompadour. Not that like even not that that fits my aesthetic. <laughs> I have <laughs> anime tattoos. <laughs> like, no. Uh, all right, we should get out of here because I am starting to fade because some of my blood is no longer blood. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it for, I don't know, a week or two before it regenerates. I don't know how this shit works. I drank a bunch of free alcohol at work on an empty stomach. Mm. So. <laughs> so you need to eat something. I'm going to get McDonald. I'm going to eat it layer by layer just to piss you and the people at home off. <laughs> All right, on that note, um, thank you for watching, for listening, for vibing. uh, For being here and continuing to be here. And I don't mean just listening to us. I mean in general. Yeah. Thank you for patience as life got in the way a little bit of us doing this thing. Um, But we'll be back hopefully next week, unless something comes up. <laughs> That's as much as I think I can promise. What bone will I break this fortnight? Bone. <laughs> None. No bone. <laughs> what fresh hell will the stairwell deliver me this fortnight? <laughs> All right, we better get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 no, I'm getting anxious about your health. All right, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Kisses. Just a little kiss on the forehead. Put your forehead up to the screen. <laughs> oh, you weren't talking to me. <laughs>